When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. I, very, I that's so know. weird. It's like I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm now I'm waiting. There we go. You're and you're. Am I okay now? Uh huh. Okay. I think so. Anyway, well, we'll roll with it. I know, I know yours works because you just blew my ears out. <laughs> when you have a sneaky, a quick little. <laughs> Cough or snap. Listen, there's nothing little about that. Wow, that was a good one. <laughs> Welcome into our uh, 103rd <sighs> episode of It's Pat and JT. That's our podcast huh? where you can find it everywhere. What? It's Pat and JT. Yeah. No, what? I know. Okay. Sorry okay. about that. Okay. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I forget we have headphones on and that magnifies everything. I coughed super loud. Super. And it, yeah. And I like right, <laughs> right into like there's a sneeze guard. I'm, okay. We need to remember not to ever pass that microphone around. I'm good with that. Okay. I'm good with Unless that. Unless we get another thing of Lysol in here. <laughs> I'm so good with that. Oh my gosh. Um, so online, it's it's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, mm-hmm. 402-403-9478. That's our voicemail. Anytime, all the time, call and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to chat. Absolutely. Uh, and on top of that, we want to take the, take a moment here just to say thank you to Kugler Vision, Dr. Lance Kugler, Dr. Michael Stuntz, and the entire world-class expert crew that works at Kugler Vision Center for supporting our, our, our podcast. And uh, having the foresight they did. to sponsor our podcast. They could see a good reason to do it. That's right. Oh! <laughs> and they could help you see more clearly... On top of getting rid of your uh, contacts and glasses, if you're already in them, and take care of just in general your eyes health, they've got this space age place that has all this fantastic equipment, and they're just right like in the forefront. They are on the forefront of eye care. They, and your father can take advantage of that. Father's oh, Day. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or, yeah. the, or the dad in your life. Or whatever. Or yeah. yeah. Or you the grandpa, whatever. Uh, get him in. Get the consultation to see if it's something that they can benefit from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be a great Father's Day present yeah. gift. Yeah, Pat and I have both had the procedure done. We have. And um, never once have I regretted it. The only thing I've regretted is I didn't do it sooner. Um, but it couldn't be happier. So if it's something that could work for you, best way to find out is get that consultation scheduled at CooglerVision.com. I am very excited about today's um, <gasps> today's episode, and ironically, it'll move roll into the the episode one hundred four. This is going to be a two parter um, with the guy that that gave me my very first job in right. radio, which has led to this um, back in the nineties. Rocket in the morning was huge yeah. here in Omaha. So and so back in town because of a great event. Um, and I'm so glad that we got to be a part of this whole deal. And this is the first time I've ever met you. Well, it was, uh, it, it's customary when you meet rocket man to give him a hug and you did. And that's great. <laughs> I did good. <laughs> we had to back in the day. We had hug, hug time. We had lap time. Lap time. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Just another Monday meeting on the rocket in the morning show. <laughs> Sorry. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Lap, uh, lap time. Yes. Yeah, I've heard the stories about 
Pat's first days, your very first days, you said your parents were really proud. Your very first day. Yeah, very first day was the topless newscast we did. We, I say we, you did. I mean, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't have latched onto that fast enough. I'm like, yeah, we're working with boobs and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my mom, super proud. You know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even get your first check. Let's, let's go back. Let's did you get back. checks? Not for the first three months okay, I did. Good. Except I from, from you one day when you gave me a check because I woke you up on a Saturday morning at, at 2.30 thinking I overslept screaming in your answering machine. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God, Rocket! My parent, my mom's crying, dogs are barking, and it's Saturday and you're like, uh, ball boy, it's Saturday. <laughs> and that night you gave me like a $250 check. I did? Yeah. I still have the check at home. I, was, I, I did cash it. <laughs> I have a canceled check. Let's not get crazy. Um, uh, so let's go back. Okay. Uh, see, I didn't. I didn't realize that the way you and I fell into each other, metaphorically, mm-hmm. uh, was through um, Kevin Burrell. Mm-hmm. I have forgotten that little bit. I, kn- I knew yeah. that you were associated with uh, with the Royals, right? And I hadn't uh, hadn't put that together. But Kevin Burrell was the bit. Yeah, and you were kind of the 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 subplot of that bit, and then you were just so adorable that. Um, Do we tell that story? Fun. I think we did. I think we talked to you on the phone. I think we on briefly. The phone yeah, when we were talking about it. It was yeah. yeah. I, the, as soon as I story. heard you mention Kevin's name on the air, Kevin Burrell. I think it was Kevin Burrell, world's best backup catcher, Correct. and he was behind um, Ed Hearn, who was a big star in the major leagues at the at, coming down but anyway and you were literally the ball boy i was the bat, bat boy, boy at the time the bat boy. yeah bat i was the bat boy at the time Sorry. and yeah and heard i Kevin's always name. took things and twisted them a little bit you know <laughs> so instead of the ball boy the bat boy yeah and he ran out and got the bats too so yeah i did all that stuff yeah, all I, that good I had stuff. It all handled so you you were you had the end i knew kevin and i and listened to you every morning and it was on 1037 i don't yeah. know if it was the cat then at the it time was still. the cat the cat and so i i think called up one morning and talked to becky or one of them and they answered the phone i said hey listen i told him i was i said i know kevin i can probably get him on the show or whatever you guys want and could you be an we agent him. i know <laughs> So then I, I remember I could not get to the ballpark. They were out of town when I found that out. I'm like, I can't wait till they get back. Like, tell <laughs> Kevin, tell bus? Kevin. Yeah. Were you waiting for the bus mm-hmm. when they rolled in? Yeah. Kevin, Kevin. Because <laughs> Kevin was one of those guys that you, a lot of guys had nicknames. Like you'd call them by their nicknames. But mm-hmm. Kevin was the guy that you never called by his nickname. It was like you, you didn't want to disrespect the guy. He was a mountain. Like he was a super nice guy. Anyway, so he ended up coming in. And that I remember that morning bringing him in and just seeing what you guys did on your show, and I was just blown away. Couldn't so, believe it. What was his nickname? Uh, well, they called him Burley, and then they called him, uh, I think, a naughty word, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> naughty word. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then um, and then I remember calling you all the time, leaving you messages all the time, and you called me back, and it was like the weekend before I graduated high school and you're like, if you stop, just stop calling me and you can be an intern for the summer. So I'm like, I'm in, I did it. Okay. I warmed down. I warmed down. So, so, um, okay. Let me get this straight here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we got so many cameras here trying to figure this out. I know. So, uh, so you were an intern first. Mm Mm-hmm. At the cat, uh, not at the cat. You'd moved over to Sweet ninety eight at was the time. That, yes. Was that the transition? It was like that okay. earlier that year. It became the new sound or whatever, and then gotcha. they brought you over, and then yep. I started in May. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. And you started on the day we had uh, the topless newscast. It was fantastic. Because there was a, there was a girl, a stripper out at Boomers. I don't know how I knew that. I was but, say, um, <laughs> he doesn't remember my last name, but he remembers candy. He remembers cinnamon from. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, I don't know. I just got the idea to do that. And um, <laughs> and I remember at the last minute, I kind of chickened off a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I chickened out a little bit um, because we had those showcase studios there at 10th and Farnham, right? And so people could look in. And uh, can't was it Ken Benson? Yeah, it was Ken Benson. The, yeah, Ken Benson, the boss man, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he said, look, great idea. He said, just put some newspaper up on the thing, uh, on the windows, so people driving by can't see that. And I'm going, well, that's kind of a point, isn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah, you want people rubbernecking to see this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then as it turned out, it turned out to be a more brilliant idea mm-hmm. because it sold the idea more. Yeah. You know, because the old theater of the mind, yeah. people were going... Oh man, what's it must wrong? be really good because right. like they put papers up, right? Exactly. Uh, yes. And oh. she was she was horrible. <laughs> but I don't remember that. I don't remember that part. But Talent didn't register. No, right. I don't remember that part. Okay, it was great because I remember that. And then you at the time there was something like pop culture wise. It was uh, women wearing tennis shoes to work. So it, it, with dresses and they wore oh, their yeah. tennis shoes and then changed. So you. Um, you were making a point about you can why take your high heels off ladies your pansies wear them so you wore high heels from like 90th and Dodge to 72nd uh, well, or something actually, like that no actually uh, we started at 90th and we went a lot farther than 72nd I mean we almost got to 10th and Farnham oh my gosh uh, in rush hour traffic and when awesome. I, when I got out there, when we got out there, and you know, it was like a protest, right? You know, I was saying mm-hmm. that people wearing these five hundred dollar uh, Ellen Klein or whatever her name suit was, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and they're walking around, you know, on their brakes and their sneakers, and I'm going, no, that just does not work. So I made a bit out of, uh, I'm going to go find some shoes, I'm going to find some high heels, and I'm going to show you how this is done, because I'm going to walk from yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and um, and I did, and I'm going, my God, I learned a lot about that, because it is difficult <laughs> to find high heel oh. shoes, and I'm going, oh my goodness, this is not going to go well. With the skirt I'm wearing. That's right. And right. what do I do with the book? Oh, my God. That's right. And I swear to God, it was a revelation There's that a what one, women go through. Style. A lot goes into that. It really So that's does. why if you find one that goes with a dress or outfit or whatever, you can sacrifice comfort sometimes because it looks so good. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. But not for three miles. No. No. Down, down Dodge. No. So I show up. We get out there and we're going to, we have protests and it was a protest. I can't remember what exactly the, pro, but we had protest signs and we had probably 50, 60 people out there that were walking behind us. We were marching down Dodge at 7.40 in the morning. Oh, my God. And I was in my skirt, and yes. I was in my high heels. It was awesome. It was pretty awesome. It was awesome. And we get out there, and Willie Thiessen was oh there God. in his dune buggy. Oh, I forgot about that. With, yes. With cash. And, I totally and, and, forgot about and that. he says to me, he pulls out a wad of cash, and he says, don't worry. If you get arrested, I got bail money. <laughs> I remember that. Remember that? I remember that. I had completely forgotten about that. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. I know. Awesome. It was, it was truly awesome. Now, jump forward to yesterday. I get a comment on Rocket in the Morning coming to Omaha on my, on my YouTube. Okay. From someone named <clears throat> Aqua Carb. 
if that's his real name. Aquacarb. Yes. Hmm. And and the comment was something like this. I paraphrase, but it was something like forget question mark. Will you I have a picture of you in a dress in a poster hanging on my wall. Oh my god. Will you be dressing that way tomorrow for the party? And I'm going Oh, it was way creepy. Wow. And so, uh, <laughs> so, oh my gosh. so I sent him a note back. I said, look, here's the deal. I would really like to have that if that's <laughs> right. I said, I know you're super creepy, but I really want that. Poster. I'm really glad you have that. <laughs> I, really, I really glad you have I said, that. I would love to have that. And it's a skirt, not a dress. <laughs> so, you, you took a long time to find that skirt. It wasn't a dress. I right? know. That's right. So um, that's awesome. So that that's the only time I've ever been in a <clears throat> dress or skirt. So uh-huh. that's got to be what it is. Or this person is just really randomly right. Not right. right. Um, <laughs> well, I hope they come. I hope well, they come I do to- too. And so I said, is right? there is there anything we can do so that we can negotiate a copy or whatever? So mm-hmm. oh, I would in this day and age, there's no reason not to. Take right. a picture of a picture and share it. Right. It's, right. Yeah, it's right. easy to do. That, exactly. That'd yeah. be too easy. Well, hopefully they do show up. And that's um, as this is, it was yet, because it'll be tonight actually in real life. <laughs> it's so hard because this is going to be Saturday. So don't yesterday. Over, don't overthink it. We hope he came yesterday <laughs> with the picture. So yeah, there's no sense in even teasing. No. So this don't podcast that we're listening, the yeah. whole in its right entirety, now, in its entirety, will be Saturday. Saturday. Yes. Oh, okay. So, so we're, but we're gonna do um, some stuff on Facebook and stuff today so in our life. Yesterday, there's really on this no podcast. reason to promote tonight's event because God, it was a great event. Although yes. this, it was awesome. Although this Huge. will be, will part of this be on Facebook? Potentially, the, we don't know <laughs> if the tech works out. I gotta ask my tech guy. So if it's Friday the thirty first. Come out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so if right. it's not, if you it's Saturday, it. you missed it. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. Man. So when you, we have HR, tech, we have, I mean, it's all right here in this room, so right. we have nobody to bitch at or call. I got you. And yeah. nobody else to blame. Now, yeah. I saw mm-hmm. on one of your podcasts that there was a Heidi. Heidi, yes. yes. She's so, awesome. What does Heidi do? Heidi is hilarious. Heidi does so many different things. Um, when we first met her, she was a blogger. Now she's working with UNMC, and uh, she's actually doing... Uh, videos and stuff telling the stories of pe- some of the patients oh, cool. and and she really does a good job but on top of that she's hilarious and, and she likes the spotlight yes. and she's she a ham loves and, the yeah. spotlight so is she an employee of park no Parkville media? she's mm-hmm. just helping out no yes. yeah according to the government there are no employees of Parkville media <laughs> <laughs> so no she's not not an employee no, not an employee <laughs> she just comes in a lot because she's hilarious she's a contractor yeah Basically. she's a 1099 yes. 10 something 10, we'll 1099 that <laughs> uh, but she's the one that hooked us up with uh, Hunter which was one of the stories um, have his family and she got she found him and and then eventually brought him in and Hunter's this 20 year old kid who is just a phenom mm-hmm. and he does a video uh, production company and tells stories for their clients mm-hmm. And does a great job, but he's just a super kind of like your version of Pat the Ball Boy. That's there right. You go. Yeah. There you go. Was he just brilliant when you first met him? He was. Yeah. I mean, he was just, Obviously. he was absolutely adorable. That's no other <laughs> word for it. He had hair. Yeah. But I'm glad I don't have hair though anymore. I, I mean, my hair was like, it was like pubic hair on my head. Yeah, oh it was terrible. God. I oh couldn't comb. Oh Gel wouldn't even stay. 
<laughs> it was t- you had to remember that. It was awful. I do. Yeah. So how did that happen? But Mike I, doesn't I have that, that hair. I know. I thought that I was a choice. No. No. Like I got a perm. Mom took me to Great Cliffs and got me a perm. No, you did I went to Sue's Hair Attic. Actually, was a place that I go to out in Venice. Yeah. Sue's Hair Attic. Huh. That's awesome. I, I remember if it's still there. It is. Is it really? Yep, that's in her, awesome. It's in it literally in her attic. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was so much fun doing that. I, I remember that. Um, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it, taking and then after I went and started doing nights and and did nights with Scott and we did it, worked on the edge and I took some of this stuff and you know like the, the games that you would create for me to do like <laughs> smell Pat's finger and all these fun like <laughs> it was like. I would, I would go to work and then at night I'd watch Letterman and it's like I was it was like this this big yeah. huge experience for me it's the same this bubble you and Letterman it's, it's not an experience it's like an experiment it was kind of an experiment right Right. and yeah. so I, I remember going and as soon as we got our own show I'm like okay we gotta do this stuff this crazy stuff like Rocket does like we, we had interns and we would take them out on the street and we'd throw sausages at them like all this is random it's so stupid but it's so much fun and those are the things that I, I miss I love I love throwing yeah. sausage at people uh-huh. that was one of my favorite things was the the Lorena Bobbitt weenie toss that's oh, right my remember that I forgot about that really? Yeah. from the headlines <laughs> what yeah, everything came from the headlines it had to absolutely so when back then when you would i'm assuming you wouldn't like pitch ideas to anybody he's like this we're doing this but would, do afterwards it. after the show was over would they come down and say okay listen so the weenie toss maybe or did they i mean so, you were doing so good in ratings they didn't care they you know they couldn't say anything to me mm-hmm. right you know because of that i mean you know i had uh when i got there um, well, let me tell you a story. I was at the cat and I was, uh, let me go back and tell you that. Can I? Sure. Yes. Please go right ahead. Okay. I'm in California and a, the head of casting at Universal Television told me that I would never have my own TV series because he didn't think I was pretty enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Piss me off. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I said, I know. Three people that would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm not even really thinking. One of them is not a family member. <laughs> so, so, uh, exactly. So at the time I was teaching at UCLA. I was in the theater department. Okay. Okay. So I said, well, screw this. I'm just going to be a film director because I was able to go through the film school there without having to go through the film school because I was teaching there. So um, so I did. And I did a little film, and it got me a job at one of the top casting companies in L.A., Sheila Manning Casting, uh, a commercial casting company. And I'm the guy who shot, there were four of us actually, I'm the guy who shot the auditions and directed the auditions. Got it. For people. Wow. Oh, okay. Now, the directors for these people were like Ridley Scott. Ever mm-hmm. heard that name? Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Joe Pitka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, David um, Lynch. Uh, yeah, huge names. Right. Everybody. And you're also <clears throat> doing the shoots with people up and comers. Well, here was I'm a, sure that you've seen more than a few. Well, we do know that for a fact. Yeah. You've seen more than a few. It was on my, you know, one day it was Sharon Stone, mm-hmm. Renee Russo, uh, Rita Wilson, uh, uh, Courtney Cox. That's just the day. That's yeah. cr- that's incredible. That would come in an interview, you know. Yeah, and, that's incredible. And so, anyway, Adrian Lyon, this British uh, British guy, he's the guy who um, won the Academy Award for Fatal Attraction. Mm. Okay. Okay. And so, I was assigned to him for a project, 
and uh, I would do the original cast, uh, not the casting, the auditions, and then he would come in for the callbacks, and I would work with him, him there. And so he, by that, that time, I had started my photography business, and uh, he said, this is great stuff. You should be directing. And I said, I know. Give me a job. <laughs> he said, well, I can't give you a job if you don't have a reel. Here's what I suggest. Go back to where you're from. You're good enough just to go somewhere small and start shooting commercials, get a reel, and come back, and you can be the junior producer, junior director in my production company because I turn, turn down $15,000 gigs all the time. Mm. And I got nobody to funnel it to. Right. That's crazy. I'm going around the world making movies, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that day, uh, a fellow that I know, do you happen to know Marshall McGee? Uh, the name doesn't sound familiar. Okay. No. The uh, anyway, he's a, he's a, uh, 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 he was a radio guy that I'd worked with in Jackson, Mississippi, way before all the tv stuff okay and they had uh the clarion ledger in jackson mississippi had run a, a story on me about me being on days of our lives six or seven months prior to that so he just calls me up to razz me <laughs> about that mm -hmm. right because we hadn't talked and he says eh, well uh i just picked up a new radio station why don't you come back and do the mornings for me and i went hmm interesting i said there's somebody at the door let me call you back so, so the I, same day that you had this conversation the very same the day, very same day the very wow. same day that afternoon and uh, so i got to thinking about it and uh, then uh, the next day i called him back and i said look this is going to be weird but were you serious about the station and he went yeah i just took over the station and i said this is going to be weird i'll come back and do it for you i don't care what you pay me just give me thirty five thousand dollars so that I can shoot your TV commercials on film. And Sounds said, like a heck of a deal he on said, his right. end. He said, right. he right. said, what? And I said, and I explained it to him and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, how long are you going to stay? And I said, I, I promise I'll give you a year. <laughs> they, fired, they fired me before a year was over. But <laughs> it was on the table. <laughs> but but they went from worst to first in the market. Mm -hmm. So I did those. I did those commercials, and then I got some commercials for the uh, to shoot for the 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 local mall there. Um, mm -hmm. Mo, uh, what is it? North Park, North Park Mall, Jack Mason. So <laughs> then I got offered. So I had my I had a reel. Yep. So then I got offered to come to Omaha to the cat. Because they, people had seen the spike right. in Jackson. They wanted that. They wanted they that. Wanted that. Yeah. So the cat <laughs> hired me to come there. And I'm going, well, hmm, okay. So I gave them the same deal. I said, I don't care what you do, but I got to shoot your TV commercial. Got the same deal and paid me $30,000. Okay, here's, mm -hmm. here, here's where it get, gets, it in, gets interesting. <clears throat> I'm at the cat for how long? Six months? Yeah, maybe. Uh, the manager... Of Sweet 98. We're not going to do names here because that's not the point. He comes to me and meets me and says, uh, so we like what you're doing. Uh, it seems like uh, from our research, uh, people are rabid about you, but you just don't have very many listeners. Cumulative. Mm -hmm. What we have on in the morning, people aren't rabid about it at all. And we have all these listeners. Mm -hmm. And so we think it's a good marriage. What would it take for you to come? I said, I'm, I'm going back to... Uh, Los Angeles, because I want to direct. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, well, but if you weren't, what would it take? And I said, well, you have to double my salary. <laughs> and he said, that's no problem. You should have said triple. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> right? like, so, said, yes, way too fast. <laughs> God dang it. So, you know, I couldn't turn down 60 grand. Right. So go over there, do that. You know, Jim Mingy made a big deal as, you know, it was a six figure 18 right. deal. Remember that? Yeah. Remember Mingy, that? we still work with Mingy all yes, the time. We do. He's, oh, yeah, do really? yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. You're right. Huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so 18 month contract is up in 18 months. <clears throat> so, <laughs> okay, I'm going back to Hollywood and I get a call from Z92. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't McKernan. McKernan. Uh, it was somebody before him, but I can't remember. And he said, we'd like to have lunch with you. I went, I'm going back to L.A. <laughs> I want to go back to L.A. <laughs> he said, no, you need to listen to what we have to say. And I said, all right, I have lunch. So I, we have lunch. And he said, essentially, what's it? He says, today's going to be a good day with, for you. Because you, after this lunch, you're going to be a, a whole lot wealthier. And I went, what the hell? Hmm. I just want to go back to LA. Right. <laughs> and um, he said, what would it take oh, for you? You don't play this game well. Right. Right. <laughs> you learned right. you learn last time. <laughs> and I said, you'd have to double my salary. Oh my God. He said, no problem. <laughs> what else do you want? And I'm going, are you? <laughs> right. What is wrong <laughs> with these people? I, said, I know. <laughs> Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> and so. It's like the girlfriend you cheat on every day and she still won't break up with you. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I said, all right, I'm in. I mean, because I couldn't make that kind of money in L.A., uh, you know, even with Adrian Lyon right away. Right. Right. So. Um, so I go back to the station and the three dogs, uh, big dogs at the station were out in the back of the parking lot, just smoking. They're like a French, you know. They're just smoking away. Oh my God, what are we going to do? It's going to go to Zinanitu, I'm sure of it. Right? You know that. For on. sure, it's what's going on. And so I walk up, and uh, they had already heard. Sure. They, I mean, just from... From somebody me, at the restaurant or something? How do they know? Well, they already... I mean, it was 20 minutes... Till I got there and they already knew and says, well, I guess you want to talk to us. And I went, sure. <laughs> and, uh, and, and okay. And the dude offered me, it's so great to be able to talk about this. Yeah. I wonder why I'm pissed off. <laughs> dude offered me, uh, the day before this happened or a couple of days before this happened, he allowed my contract to expire. Oh. And he brought me in and said, you know, Rocket, we're really happy with you. And you did a great job. And we're going to uh, offer you a 10% raise to stay on. I don't want a 10% raise. Okay, mm-hmm. I was doing some math real quick, and I'm going, well, okay, let me think about that. Because I, I know what the spot load was when I took over that show. Yeah. Right. And I knew what it was 18 months later. You're talking about the commercials. Yeah. The, the commercials that were playing in the value. You knew what, what was right. going down. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And uh, at that time, after 18 months, sold out and waiting list. Right. Okay. And the price is ejected. Y- exactly. Right. So, um, 
So we go up. He shuts the door. You know, he has a little button on his on his thing. You know, we under the desk. Yeah, I remember that button. Shuts. The Matt Lauer button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. What that was? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, because you were about to get effed. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, I thought you meant that way. Yeah, the other way around. Reverse Matt Lauer. He should have given you the button. <laughs> right. So he just says, "What's it going to take for us to um, keep you?" What have we got to match? Because I had him a contract. They got a chance to match. Sure. And so, and I told him, and he said, okay, no problem. I went, wait a minute. Two days ago, you told me all you could afford, and to show your appreciation for all I've done for the station, that you give me a 10% raise. And now you're telling me you can give me a 150% raise? Mm-hmm. And that's when the acrimony started. That would fire me up, yeah. That's when the acrimony started. Yeah. That's that, and you, you see that happen? Yeah, more and more yeah. often. I mean, it honestly just happened to a friend of ours not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. And it was like, what a slap in the face. And then and then you come back and say, oh, okay, well, let's talk. And it's like, I've given you how many years? Mm-hmm. And you're still trying to lowball yeah. me? Yeah. You know, that, that kind of feeling. I get that. It's, just, it's gross. And I was, uh, I was, I said, no, um, you know, I want to, I want to do this. I don't, I really don't like this. And then I got to thinking about it and I didn't know whether or not I could transfer my female audience over to Z92, which is a male audience. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that I could make that transition. Yeah. You knew who your, your audience is. I mean, right, obviously. right. Better than anyone you knew who you're <laughs> exactly. like, you could talk to them like they were sitting right in front of you. Yeah. And it, it, that's. But Z knew that too. Oh, for Yeah. They knew that. And so that's I like didn't know. Highly attractive to them because they knew yeah. they had the guys. Mm-hmm. Now let's try and get the women. Yeah. So I, I, I chose to stay. Yeah. And uh, it was not good for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it was a money decision, but yeah. it, it was not good for do, a lot. Do, um, do you regret it? Uh, you know, I don't regret, regret anything. Yeah. You, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you always uh, regret the things that uh, you fail to do, they say, but I don't regret regret any of that. You know, I mean, I was blessed to have all that. I mean, my God. I mean, here's what I was disappointed about. I was making so much money here in this market that the only place I could go would be a top 10 market. <laughs> right. You were, you, were, yeah. you were the golden handcuffs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, seriously, you, yeah. you couldn't logically walk away to go back to California. I got I got offers to go a lot of places. Kansas mm-hmm. City uh, mm-hmm. came after me a lot. Uh, where else? Uh, Tulsa, um, and a bunch of uh, media markets. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't go because they, they coughed and choked when I told them what I was making. You know, and yeah. they were offering half that. That's crazy. Even though so, the, the the thing is, is that the market could have could bear it because you bring in the listeners. Right, 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 right. It, it will. I was generate. not overpaid. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you were getting the salespeople made a lot of money. Everybody go. made a lot of money. Everybody made a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I remember, um, and I remember the story and I remember it in fragments, but when you were start talking about when you were in Hollywood and the film side of it, and when you were an up and coming actor and you had, I, I, and I, like I said, I, it's sporadic with my memory, but didn't you share a manager or an agent with like Tom Cruise and, yeah. and there was a, a story that goes, and I've, I've told that story before and I'm sure I've diced it up, but to, <laughs> Let's to play people, telephone. oh gosh, but is that a story that you could tell? Cause it, it's a pretty, it's an unbelievable story. And th- when I think about that story, I think, man, that would, 
that would bother me for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those <clears throat> one of those things, man. I, I've wanted to do this for a long time. Stop talking, Rocket. Oh my he god, used to, that to me all the time. Cliffhanger. When I was on the air. Yeah, stop cl- talking, Pat. He taught me about cliffhangers a long time ago. Drag <laughs> people through. That now, not only was that a great cliffhanger, but believe me, you're really going to want to hear the next episode because we'll find out what the hell happened to lead us to this statement. <laughs> so I'm naked in Bob Hope's pool. <laughs> Literally just getting trash going, what the hell just happened? And who's going to pay for that Mercedes? So we did talk a little bit about the event that was Friday, the 31st of May. Yeah. We talked about that. I want to thank some, it was a great event. We had so much fun. Uh, Ray's Original Buffalo Wings in Midtown Crossing, Bellevue Travel, Marcus Theaters, and um, especially the Marcus Majestic mm-hmm. Theater. Um, also On the Spot Productions and the Ramada by Wyndham Plaza. It's on 72nd and mm-hmm. Grover. Um, they all made that possible. They made Rocket's trip back to they Omaha the possible. Whole thing possible. And as a matter of fact, we're going to make it last one more day. That's right. So make sure you download tomorrow's episode, episode 104, with the continuation of our Rocket in the Morning interview. We got to say like, subscribe, follow, oh, okay. share. <laughs> you want to you slide okay. into that? Okay. <laughs> and be sure to like, subscribe, review, rate, all that good stuff and share. We really appreciate it. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.